What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. My name is Jacob Cooker, but my friends call me Cub, and you should too. I hope you're having a beautiful day today. Great episode planned for you, as always. These, uh, this episode is episode 231, Are We the Fallen Angels Questioning God? Um, I'm going to continue reading in Book of Enoch today. Now, just a warning for everyone. Um, this is not a religious video, so I am not here to push any religion, faith, tradition on anyone. I'm merely here exploring the ancient mythologies. Yes, I said mythologies. Um, I read all of these things as mythologies because we weren't there. We don't know. And to just trust something that was written that long ago as absolute truth is just an ignorant thing to do. And we're not going to do that on my show. We're going to look at it as... Um, other people's opinion as um, the oral tradition that was handed down as stories that were told um, and I do that whether I look at the Bible whether I look at the ancient Vedic texts whether I look at uh, the Egyptian texts whether we look at the Sumerian texts or this book of Enoch which is an early Hebrew text so um, I really really like to look at it that way that keeps an open heart and an open mind that keeps um, keeps us honest here in a place where, you know, um, again, I'm not pushing any religion on anyone. This is a spiritual channel here not a religious channel. So we're just looking at metaphysical data all over the place uh, to try and understand a deeper understanding of who we are in the divine spirit um, or what you would call the spirit of God. So Jose says, oh boy, another crazy man. I've been called worst, Jose, so welcome, my friend. I hope you're willing to stay around. Uh, it's going to be a good show today. So, Nikki, thank you so much. Appreciate you. Thank you, my friend. So, as we get into this today, um, if there's one thing that's clear from the stories in the Book of Enoch, it's that there are two factions of angels, one of which is questioning God... But do we know if this is actually God in spirit or is it rather um, a higher Lord of the command type God? So that's what that's what I'm asking that question today. Ultimately, you be the judge of that. You decide what you think. Um, but I really do want to ask the kind of weird question here. Um, so these fallen angels, they were um, teaching humanity various technologies like plant medicine, reading the stars, metalworking, and other forms of survival. So how is this even a sin is what I want to know. Um, and I'm honestly asking that, and I think you, um, I think you should too. Um, how is basic survival skills, which is basically literally what these fallen angels were teaching humanity, uh, how is that a sin? Because look at what the other god was doing, basically keeping them in camps or Edens, um, terraforming, genetic modification, really just trying to make worker bees, worshipers, and people that would bring sacrifices in fear and trembling. Like we literally see that. Um, and, and if you got it, put yourself in the position of an animal, okay? If you are uh, creating animals, say you have the technology to genetically modify an animal on the planet and create something new from it to splice genes together. Um, obviously, we know we have some technologies like that. God only knows what we actually have. I'm not here to perpetuate 
conspiracy theories, but I really want you to like put yourself back 10, 12,000 years ago, right after um, the flood, and think about what this would look like um, if you had been created by a god, and then now all of a sudden that god destroys everything and somehow you survived. How would you feel about that god? Uh, you would be terrified of that god. You might even be um, in in the camp of, hey, let me let me do whatever I can to uh, to serve that god. Now, flashback, uh, like with the Anunnaki mythology, like four hundred and fifty thousand years um, when a advanced race of extraterrestrial entities visit our planet. Now, we're just going to call them that because if you think about the gods or whatever. That's ultimately what they are. Even if they look just like us, um, they're still extraterrestrial. They're not of this earth. That's literally what Anunnaki means, those from heaven to earth came. Uh, that's what these watchers are. Um, in the Book of Enoch, it literally says the sons of heaven. So um, it's literally the same terminology. It's something that was not on this planet that came down, began to terraform and create, um, you know, the, the land and water and sky and everything because whatever was here was probably pretty chaotic and not very friendly to uh, more highly evolved life. So, by the way, what I'm sharing today might make more sense than anything you learned in school or church put together because it's actually going to put it all together. So, um Somebody said, yes, we are fallen angels. Isn't it obvious? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, to me it is. To me it is. Uh, at least that we are the children of the fallen angels somehow. Um, and so what, that's kind of my point today. I mean, just to throw it out there in the beginning is, you know, I ultimately I think that what Book of Enoch is saying is like question God um, and get destroyed. Um, have fire heaped upon your head, be buried in the pit of the earth, uh, bound in chains. Um, because literally you look in the Anunnaki mythology and um, entities, people, whatever you want to call them, ETs like Anki said, hey, I'm going to go against what my half-brother is doing here. And uh, he's just trying to enslave humanity and keep it all under control. He decided uh, to send a flood or a deluge, um, what we might consider the early Dryas or the younger Dryas. Um, and uh, he decided to wrap everything up. So Anki's like, no, 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 I don't like that. Um, I'd like to save my earthly children and families um, and tribe. If you remember in the Bible, um, you know, everybody's scattered from the Tower of Babel. Um, and, and in the Bible, that particular God says, you know, I will send the nations amongst their gods and let them take care of you. You know, he's literally saying, like, go with your gods. Now, we've been taught, like in the church tradition, well, there's no other God. These were false gods. These were idol gods. No, they were like people with them. I mean, go look into history and archaeology and everything. And I don't think you have to look far with an open mind to just realize there's literal cave paintings and drawings of things like helicopters, flying saucers, spacesuits. I mean, it's it, it's really wild when you look at that. You don't have to watch like conspiratorial television shows to really understand that. If you actually just look at you know look at where these ancient peoples came from and and what might have been going on, and they they called them shining ones. They called them sons of heaven, children of heaven. 
uh, star children, whatever you want to call them, in a lot of different cultures. So these would be what we would call the fallen angels. They fell to earth. They lived amongst men. I wonder what an ancient helicopter would look like, Gabe says. Um, Yeah, absolutely. Um, My thought is it looks pretty darn similar to what we actually have now because they brought with them ships and technology and landed on our planet. They literally overran our planet for like hundreds of thousands of years. These Anunnaki live for hundreds of thousands of years. They terraformed the planet, pushed evolution forward. They had these Edens. Now, again, imagine if you're an animal, like you're a hominid, like a monkey type animal, and you see, you know, with a smaller brain, you're aware, but you 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 see these gods coming out and they're doing genetic modification on you. And all of a sudden you awaken with this consciousness that you never really had before. I mean, you were really in fight or flight as an animal in a chaotic uh, soup of an earth. And then land was formed waters were separated no longer was it a heavy mist on the earth your lungs are open up um you have self-awareness um specifically when we get to the fruit with the serpent um and i'm going to tell you what i think that means here in a minute um so uh, i'm from texas actually alexandria um yeah not a popular um opinion that i have in texas by the way um but you know I do what I can. So, uh, love everybody. Do my best to be a part of my community. Um, even though a lot of people don't agree with me, uh, we've got a pretty deep religion and church construct here. So, um, again, all respect to that, but good morning, brother. How are you, Martin? So again, think about, put yourself in that place of, um, I just awoken as, um, you know, a spirit. Now we know animals, even from ancient cultures like Hinduism, Buddhism, um, and, and much prior to that, we know that animals have souls, have spirits. Like that's not even a question. Um, you know, animals are going to be in the kingdom. We know all of that. Like God is literally in everything. So, um, that's not even a question. So I believe we had a soul, but I believe we ha- we were awakened to a higher ascension potential. Um, where humanity was just pushed along forward um, with the ability to ascend and evolve. With evolution comes the ability to ascend. Um, And it also comes a weight of if you don't ascend, then the evolution can destroy you. And that might, at the core of it, be what the judgment of these Watcher Angels and their children were, is the fact that they were perpetuated evolutionarily, with technology but they didn't have the time to ascend and really understand what they were doing and how to use it and that that's a possible but um i i don't know i don't know again uh, we're talking hypothetical today but i love hypothetical because to me it's everything to me it's the what ifs that make life worth living right um so the whole what if you know you awaken and then now all of a sudden you're in this like outdoor breeding farm um there's a boundary around it. Um, we know the Garden of Eden had gates or a boundary because there's literally cherubim or these, um, you know, warrior angels posted at these gates. Um, and so literally you're awakened and now you have this godlike man, this Lord of the command, this high evolutionarily 
um, infused entity that's uh, walking with you in the cool of the day, right? You guys remember that. I quote a lot of Bible stuff because I know the Bible very, very deeply. Um, I don't even have to open it to just like to understand the stories. Um, now, yeah, there's plenty of stuff in it I don't understand yet. But um, I really, really like, you know, I've probably read the Bible front to back cover. I don't know, it, you know, if not multiple dozens of times, hundreds of times, I don't know. Um, I've studied it my whole life was going to be a pastor at multiple points, so, and here I am, crazy YouTuber and TikToker and Facebooker, right, um, but that's what I do, I'm, I'm one of the few people, like, bringing all of these things together, and I'm, I'm proud to do that, I'm thankful to do that, I'm grateful to do that, and I love showing up here every single day, so, Blue Age says we're living inside of a computer sim simulated uh, God computer, yeah, absolutely, we are actually in the mind of God, now, the illusion of the matrix, or what the Hindu calls the Maya, is um, it's all the things to distract us from who we really are. It's what the gods use to control and to build societies, but it's also how God experiences itself. Um, God is self-aware through us. God is self-aware without us. God is spirit and truth. And when, when you hear that, and Jesus said that, um, it's like a whole different level of understanding. We don't understand that when we try to um, monopolize the Old Testament and try to make that the Christian God. That's just not true, guys. You, you literally, and I said this to my wife yesterday, if you are to follow Jesus, you literally have to practice metaphysics. You have to practice ascension protocol, meditation, yoga. You have to view, understand, and embody God as the self, as spirit and truth, and alchemize that understanding, realizing you're the hands and feet of God in the world. And quit worshiping a deity and realize you are the deity because God is in you. That is what the Christ consciousness or the awareness of God is. Uh, it's a God realization moment that you have. Um, and so that is literally, thank you for the lightning hands. I appreciate it. Superpower. Thank you guys for the gifts, by the way. Stars on Facebook really help. Gifts on TikTok help. Super chats really help. Thank you guys. Um, so that's, that is how I understand it. I have deeply, deeply, deeply studied the teachings of Jesus as well as the Old Testament and to understand that in the Old Testament, and this is nothing against the Old Testament people at all. Like I do not want to sound like that. Um, they were worshiping extraterrestrials and there's millions of people today that worship extraterrestrials, deified entities who are highly evolutionarily advanced can probably travel between actual realms like literally with their bodies they have what would be called a glorified body that can literally transmute into the 3d realm here into our plane of existence on this earth but also completely go into like 5d or 60 or 70 at will um, and literally interact with other entities continue their work in those other realms they're literally supposed to be the managers of the cosmos they're supposed to have a divinely tight agreement with the creator force, the God of spirit, the mother of spirit, the truth of the actual universe, uh, which is very intelligent, by the way. It's not like a, just kind of like a passive entity that sits on the sidelines, though it does do that most of the time. It's actually um, when you contact it and you yoke yourself to it, it literally speaks to you. It helps you. It guides you. It blesses you. It does all the things that like God should, right? 
Um, it literally adopts you as its child. And it happens like that. It's not from something you do at an altar or a church. You literally don't even have to know all the names of this stuff. You can just experience, have a God experience, realize that you are one with all, and that literally the quantum power, the quantum wave, you are the particle, the father, the mother, the child. It literally lives in you, and you are a manifester of that energy. Um, yeah, you have to want the truth, Alexandria. Yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, you have to seek it. You have to seek it, but you also have to sacrifice for it. And I am not talking about a literal sacrifice. Literally in the Bible, it talks about circumcision of the heart. You have to be willing to give up whatever you have to. Like, I, I give up this old life. I give up the old job. I give up the old house, the car, whatever. I give up uh, the old religion. Like, that's, that's the sacrifice that it's talking about. They misinterpreted that. And really, actually, Jesus um, copied that language um, talking about the sacrifice of the self. Um, because again, it was not about actual literal sacrifice that these gods were literally had people bringing them their food. I mean, they don't eat like we do. So, um, you know, they're, they're more evolved. So they're literally infusing, um, their, their meal sources, especially for things like the grays. Um, and so that's where a lot, like the cattle mutilations and stuff come from cattle sacrifice. Uh, which of course I don't agree with, um, because if, if you're in like Christ, the Christ consciousness, you know, that that animal is God, right? Like, so they're literally taking God essence and feeding it to themselves. And it's why when Jesus said, man does not live by bread alone, but every word that comes from the mouth of God, he's not literally talking about the mouth of a deity. He's talking about, uh, the divine om, A-U-M, uh, the ancient vibration that literally holds together with the wave moving it and the particle manifesting it, the vibration literally keeps that together to manifest what we actually experience in this reality. So uh, the Odin archetype, uh, laying something down, metaphor, death of the ego, sacrifice, pride, etc. Yeah, exactly, Dreamstar Oracle. What's up, my friend? How are you doing? I hope you're doing well today. Uh, love you, my friend. Prayers for you. Uh, prayers for everyone. We've had a lot of people in our community struggling right now. I'm not going to call anyone out. Um, I've been struggling. Community's been struggling. Everybody has harsh energy right now. Um, astrologically, I'm going to talk more about that this afternoon. Um, and also what I believe is coming, what I feel intuitively. We have a big, big opportunity coming up in June, a big shift, a big electric opportunity of consciousness. Um, if you feel like things have been held back lately, um, good news on the way. Um, but you need to know how to use it. You need to know how to wield it well and manifest with it. So um, anyway, thank you guys that are in my tribe. By the way, if you guys love what I'm talking about and you want to join the tribe, um, it is only $19 a month. Yes, $19 a month and you get an entire boatload of stuff. It's a patron supporter membership. Um, nobody else is doing it for $19 a month. Most people that offer what I do are doing it for $40, $50, $60, $100 $100 a month. Um, so 19 bucks a month, we do weekly challenges, 24 seven live chat, exclusive content. You get to support my content and actually be a patron. Um, we all know each other. We're all friends. We're all real together. We have people that have been in for almost a year now, very low cancellation rate, um, weekly virtual meetups, live group meditations, podcast bonuses, and a private community hub. Um, literally, Guys, you cannot go wrong. I, I packed it in this membership. Um, you can actually upgrade to warrior status for just a little bit more a month and get access to over a year of my private trainings. 
if you're looking to become a professional spiritual practitioner, either personally or actually professionally to serve other people, um, upgrade to warrior status with that. You won't regret it. And you get to start training with me immediately on top of being a part of the community. But at the very least, go check out the community. Uh, we got a ton of people in there. And um, again, we all support each other. It, it really is an, a beautiful ecosystem. Um, so Cub Cooker, Supernatural Patron Tribe. Go check it out on my website right now, cubcooker.com. If you've been watching for any amount of time and you're looking for community, you're looking to go deeper into what I teach and really start alchemizing all of this as a community, join the tribe. You won't regret it. I really appreciate your help. We had several people join yesterday. Thank you guys. I appreciate y'all. So getting back at it here, we're going to continue the book of Enoch. It says, And the Lord said unto Michael, Go bind Semjaza and his associates and have uh, who have united themselves with women, so as to have defiled themselves with them in all their uncleanliness. And when their sons have slain one another, and they have seen the destruction of their beloved ones, bind them fast for seventy generations in the valleys of the earth, till the day of the judgment and of their consummation, till the judgment has been forever and ever consummated. In those days they shall be led off to the abyss of fire, into the torment and the prison in which they shall be confined forever. And whosoever shall be condemned and destroyed and will from thenceforth be bound together with them to the end of the generations and destroy all the spirits of the reprobate and the children of the watchers because they have wronged mankind. Destroy all wrong from the face of the earth and let every evil work come to an end and let uh, the plant of righteousness and truth appear and it shall prove a blessing. The works of righteousness and truth shall be planted in truth and joy forevermore. So what's really interesting about this, this is literally a magic spell, guys. It's literally a binding spell on these entities and their children. Again, if you read the biblical account of this, then you see that it's the, the one God that tells Noah to save himself because it's a divine genetic line in some form or fashion. Um... Which is kind of weird, and I'll get into that more later. There's something called the Satan Seed, and then there's like the Divine Line. And we actually don't know which one is which, because if you kind of look at like the Old Testament, um, you again have one particular God, um, and then you have all the other gods. Well, if you look at the Sumerian or the Canaanite pantheon, you see that there's a bunch of higher gods and a bunch of lower gods. Um, and with that... This really sounds like a judgment from one specific God to a bunch of the other gods trying to literally bind them um, and what he is calling evil and sin. Um, again, upon inspection, we don't know. Now, immediately I think about, okay, so now there's an uproar. They're slaying each other. It's really, really... Um, yeah, this is live, Lone Warrior. Um, just unfortunately, YouTube doesn't... Uh, they'll show you your comments already gone. Like, I literally can't read your comment. I just sit there and keep tapping it and it distracts from all the other platforms. So if YouTube will ever update that and actually do a real live software in their app, um, if you know someone at YouTube, please tell them because it's really annoying because I can see big comments on TikTok, big comments on Facebook, big comments on Instagram. It's really nice. We can actually interact over here. So super chats do stay up longer. So thank you for those. Um, but I do try to go back and respond to comments from the live. So um 
so it's really live. I caught you. I caught you. Um, so one of the things I think about here is the plagues that came on Egypt. And if you think about the river turning to blood, uh, there's a movie I watched. Um, yeah, good to know. Thanks, brother. Appreciate you, man. And, and sorry about that. I wish they'd stay up longer. I'd love them to just, you know, feed up. I've got a huge iPad for YouTube, so you'd think they would just be a nice feed there. But um, So really one of the things that I want to talk about is the idea of a sonic weapon or an actual uh, mind control weapon. It's really, really, you know, something that I think we are pretty aware exists, like within like some black ops stuff and, you know, like uh, secret uh, sealed files. Um, and again, not to perpetuate conspiracy theory, but we've studied psychological warfare ever since warfare was a thing. And so um, if you look at like all the plagues that came on Egypt, that that one particular God, again, I'm not talking about any people here i love and respect you no matter what religion you are but there was a particular god who was very very sadistic um and murdered a lot of lot of innocent people a lot of innocent lives including children animals loved sacrifices loved to prove that he was in control um you know again you think about like this god of spirit and truth and how he worked through christ um, there was no, there was no plagues. There was no unalivements. It was like love in the face of hate and fear. Like that's really what it was. I don't think that that was like a new thing so much as something he was bringing back and reminding people. It was new to that culture and time. Thank you for the back. Yeah. Uh, background. Uh, I, I try to make cool backgrounds for these all the time. This is my Fallen angel, you know, good guy, bad guy, you decide. Um, so, you think about these plagues. Think about the river turns to blood. You got crocodiles in the river, or the Nile. They start fighting, they eat a bunch of fish. Um, you churn up a bunch of mud in it because you've got a sonic weapon hitting them. Probably can't even be heard by humans, but totally screwing with these crocodiles' little brains. They're freaking out, knocking ships over, um, stirring up all this thick, thick, heavy mud, this red mud, uh, red and black mud on the bottom of the, the river there. So think about that. That's going to literally deoxygenate the river. So if you study ecology at all, um, I'm kind of an amateur ecologist as far as understanding like ecosystems and lakes and rivers and how all that works. Um, you know, it deoxygenates the river. A lot of fish start dying. Um, frogs that are on the bottom are starting to come up. They come up for air. They go onto the land. Fish are dying. You get a lot of maggots. Then you get flies. Then the flies bring an actual disease, boils. Um, then you have a hailstorm um, because... Um, again, weather patterns, I would be willing to bet because of the, the off gas from all of the, the unalivements, uh, you literally ended up with a bubble of gas above the city caused a big upwelling of a storm. We see that in West Texas, not necessarily because of unalivements, but we have like cattle farms here and they got like a lot of methane and stuff. And I'm not going to talk about that. I'm not for or against any of that. I just, uh, notice, you know, if you drive by them, you can smell it and, uh, we have some weather patterns here in West Texas that are, you know, can be rather violent. Huge, huge hailstones and stuff. 
and even just having a city built with or without a, a cattle farm or anything like that, you're going to have, um, you know, heat bubbles from the concrete and it's going to change inherently the weather pattern. You can ask any meteorologist, weather patterns are different around a city. Sometimes the clouds will actually split and they'll go around our city. It's kind of weird. It's like we have a little dome, uh, but if it's strong enough, it'll like come in. Uh, but yeah, methane gas, no matter what it's from, whether it's from, you know, unalive fish and animals in a river, um, people that have, you know, passed away all over the city from the pestilence of flies, like it, it's going to change the atmosphere in some way. Um, I don't know if that could create the hail or not, but um, it's basically like a highly evolved entity with one sonic or mind manipulating weapon set in motion and triggered a chain reaction that caused all the plagues. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, boom, boom, boom. Same in Odessa region. It will rain on one side of town and be blazing hot on the other. I know, yeah, you can have like a softball game over here and it's sunny and then on the other side all the soccer games were canceled. Like it's weird. I remember growing up like we would be playing in the rain, but like the other field was sunny. It was just really weird, like just across the highway kind of thing. Um, so yeah, it, it's weird. And, and again, it's nothing against the cattle industry at all. Like literally, I'm, I'm not, that's not what I'm here for. Um, and it's nothing against cities either. I just, I know that through mass affecting of an ecological plane, especially back then, you had very, very natural flows of stuff. And then that thing happening whole chain reaction the reason i say that is right here all of a sudden you have nephilim you have probably regular children of these watchers um they start fighting each other why like why it almost seems like again there's a god that didn't like this and started blasting the same technology at what he was trying to prove a point and get rid of I don't know. Big conspiracy. That's a pretty heavy accusation for a god way back then. Um, because I can't prove it. I don't know. Um, but I, it, it seems really convenient that survival technology was taught. And now all of a sudden everybody's unaliving each other. It just doesn't really, um, doesn't really make sense. Uh, yeah, yeah, the... The off gas from, uh, yeah, is, is bad between Clovis and New Mexico. Yeah, you just drive there and hold your nose. So Especially on a dry, dusty day. Uh, so And I, again, I love all the cows. No, nothing against that. I just, um, it, it, it does not smell good. I don't think anybody could agree that it smells good. So, um, anyway. Um, and then in verse 17 it says, and this is literally... A magic spell here I don't even like reading these out loud so I always try to hold positivity in my heart this says and then all the righteous escape and shall uh, and shall live till they beget thousands of children in all the days of their youth and old age so that shall they complete in peace so now again who's the righteous why were why was it not righteous for the the angels and humanity i mean i think i think we can all agree that that we as a global community are all um we're all one people regardless of all the different tribes and races we we share one heart 
Uh, that's easy for me to say, right? You know, because I'm privileged. But, um, but honestly, I think that we all have this seed in us somehow. Because we wouldn't even be here uh, if it weren't for people like Noah, uh, people like Zia Sudra um, in the Anunnaki mythology, who was Anki's son. I proposed yesterday, I think there might have been many, many different little G-gods, di different of these Anunnaki that saved their tribes because they had wives, they had children. They said, go hide, get underground, go get on the mountain, build a boat. Here, take my spaceship, here, whatever, like, get off the planet, save yourself. Um, because otherwise, how would, how would we repopulate from a small clan of people on a boat? It doesn't even genetically make sense. So there's just too much there, and we have to just be really open to that possibility that maybe, maybe the fallen angels are actually the reason we're here now. Because there were other gods with a plan to destroy everything that wanted their particular one line to survive. And I'm not saying that's attached to any people. In fact, I don't even know that it is. I, it might just be an archetype. So this is some like, this is some sketchy water to get into because I'm not, I'm not against any race or religion here. We just have to be really honest about, it looks like there are a lot of different gods with a lot of different genetics. They created a lot of different tribes. Some of them went outside the genetic modification and literally by natural means had children with humanity, started commingling DNA. We have tribes all over the earth now, lots of different genetic lines. It's a beautiful, beautiful cornucopia of people on the earth if we start to love each other, right? And start to ascend as one. Um, but even back then you had a God that was trying to separate, divide, conquer, kill, improve and push one genetic line on this earth that he could keep under his control that's how i see it that's how i see it so that's a new thought very good logically sounds true and resonates thank you molly thank you yeah so i mean that's that's just how i see it um and again it it really it pains my heart when people think that anyone that talks about this is trying to be um anti-religion, anti-racist, anti-whatever, like I'm not, uh, I'm not against anything, or excuse me, anti-religion, um, against any particular religion or racist. And that's not what we're doing here, guys. Like uh, we've got people all over, all walks of life here. We look, we look, sound, talk, act, and, and we're all different. Everybody's married to different people. Like, uh, I'm probably one of the most all-inclusive loving communities on the internet. And I really mean that. Uh, I have yet to meet another community that's as diverse as us, um, that that is really as open as us. We have psychics in here. We have LGBTQ. We have um, black, white, yellow, rainbow, orange, blue, whatever. Uh, we have people who have contacted extraterrestrials, people who speak with spirits all the time. We have uh, diviners of the stars. We have healers in here. We have plant medicine experts. We have shaman. Uh, we have Jesus freaks. We have everything, guys. Everything. We have yogis. Uh, and by the way, I'm a little bit of all of that. So that's what's really, really cool. Um, we have, we actually have people in here who are more into the Hebrew root stuff. So like it, you know, I support you. We love you. And I really, really want to put that disclaimer on this video because uh, this is where a lot of people start dividing and they try to put a this or that. Um, and I just want to put the and in there. Let's put the end because we don't know 
all we know from the ascended masters, including Jesus the Christ, is to love each other, love your neighbor as yourself, which actually means love yourself. You need to look in the mirror today and say, I love you, I forgive you, you are enough, you have everything you need, and be thankful for you, okay? That's the first step to this. Then everything else that's told to you, you start to realize is a lie if it doesn't serve the divine self within. Because you might be the answer for someone else. And you can't be the answer if you hate yourself. We've got a lot of people that are hating in the chat. They're, they're hating on me. It's because they hate themselves, not me. And all I'm trying to do is open you up where you can authentically look in the mirror and say, I love you. I forgive you. You are enough. You are good. You are loved. You are loved by the divine spirit. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to accept anything. You don't have to take an oath. You just have to receive it. That's it. That's it. Hate is self-reflection. Absolutely, Stephen. Absolutely. Angel Appleseed, thank you. Uh, what's so great uh, that I'm a Christ-loving star studying witch and never got hate from y'all? Yes, Dream Star Oracle. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm telling you, three year ago, me would have been freaked out. I don't get freaked out anymore. Because all we see in our community is love. Anytime we speak, we speak love, we speak light, we speak abundance, we speak healing, we help each other. That's what we're supposed to be doing. There's no weird hierarchy here. We're not like, okay, here's the dogma, here's the agreement. You gotta do this, and you gotta believe that. If you don't believe that, it's a lie. That's a, guys, I don't care. You're on your walk, and I promise you what you believe today will change tomorrow. It should. It should. It should. I don't believe there's any perfect doctrine. I think the perfect doctrine is literally going to source within, realizing you're the Christ, that it is in you, and literally going and manifesting that in the world, having an actual God encounter. That is the only thing that changes you. That is the only thing that saves you. That is the only thing that gets you off the wheel of karma and puts you on the dharmic path, which is the righteous path doesn't mean you're perfect and sin free but you certainly are allergic to sin you certainly do life different you certainly don't even have a taste for the ice cream that you're you have lactose intolerance because of you just stay away from it because it's out of your vibration like it literally repels you like a magnet you just stay away from it Love to Dreamstar. Yeah, absolutely. Missy says, uh, I just had this convo with my son. Love thy neighbor as thyself. His reply was, that does not give excuse to hate your uh, self. Uh, that does not give excuse to hate your neighbor, though, if you hate yourself. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's awesome. And my gosh, I'm so glad your son is getting that. That's what we all have to get more, guys. I did a meditation last night with another group, um, and it was absolutely beautiful. Uh, Corinna Podic um, from Quest for Truth. If you haven't checked out her podcast, I'm going to be on it next month. And then I'm doing a Q&A with her and some other really cool people, which I'll share later. Um, we haven't shot that one yet, but we will soon. I'm getting to collaborate with some really, really cool people, guys. Really authentic, loving people. Um, and this meditation I did last night, we, we went through that, um, and we're going to be doing those within our community. 
I started the challenge today. We're creating our spirit animals. We're doing the real spiritual work, guys. The real authentic spiritual work. We're not going to some Bible study and just reading through the same psalm over and over trying to make it make sense. We're literally intuitive. We're helping each other. We're serving each other. We're going into our actual communities, serving and loving people, helping where it's needed, loving where it's needed, which is everywhere, by the way, from the ground up. Absolutely. We work on aligning our chakras. We do meditation, yoga. Um, we look at the stars to see what they say. We look to the source of God within us, ultimately above all things, and through the Christ consciousness, have direct contact and awareness with the kingdom of God. Uh, yes, we have a piece of the puzzle, Missy says. Thank you, my friend. Um, exactly. We don't claim to have it all figured out, but we do have, we're putting together more pieces, I think, than a lot of people have in a lot of time. Um, because it's, it's beautiful. And, and we're getting noticed. Other communities are noticing our community. Um, otherwise, we wouldn't be asked into other communities. And that was beautiful to do that last night. So thank you guys uh, that joined. Uh, Corinna is a super passionate spiritual goddess. Amen, Molly. Amen. That's absolutely true. Absolutely. Yeah, y'all go check her out. I can't wait to share the episode I did with her. It's a, it's a truth bomb. Faux show. So Alexandra says, you are smart. Um, I, thank you. I, I don't know. Um, I'm, I've been, uh, called a lot of things. Smart was never really one of them, but thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I just try to be real. I'd rather be real than right. So what's up, honeybee? Welcome, Melissa. I hope you're having a beautiful day. Another tribe member in here now. So, um, anyway, you guys don't, don't feel weird. Oh, what's this tribe? Oh, is, is this a cult or whatever? No guys, it's, we're just a bunch of people that love each other. It's a patron membership, just like anything else, any other YouTuber, TikToker, or whatever, uh, that has a membership to support what they're doing. Cause like the platforms don't support us. Um, we, you know, I can't even afford a, a car payment on what the platforms pay us. So for me to even get around and, and get equipment and keep doing this and, uh, any kind of travel. I'm hoping to go to a conference next month. Um, I'm going to reach out to him today. There's a UFO conference I'd really like to attend and speak at. So prayers for that. But um, So anyway, please consider joining cubcooker.com. You can click on my profile picture. You can click on the description or the link in my bio. There's only one website, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com. And you can join the Cub Cooker Supernatural Patron Tribe right there on the homepage. So um, to finish this up, I can't tell you who is who in the whole Fallen Angel Watcher thing. But I can tell you, I certainly question what God was doing and what God it was. And by the way, if it really is the Most High God, He can take my questioning. I'm just saying, if I can question my earthly father, you better be damn sure that I can question my heavenly father because he's a lot bigger. And by the way, he's in spirit and in truth. And he doesn't unalive people either. He's waiting. He's patient. He loves us. By the way, he's yoked beautifully in a yin and yang to the divine mother who loves you, who wants to comfort you, wants to bring blessings to you. And you can have the gnosis that you're the child. And suddenly this becomes less about alien deities and ancient history 
and more about the here and now within. The kingdom of God is within you, as Jesus said. It's beautiful. Join us. The water is fine. I love you guys. Uh, Mahadi says that was very cute. Thank you, Missy. Uh, amen, Missy. Thank you very much. Uh, questioning breeds knowledge, Nicholas says. That's beautiful, man. I love that. Uh, you always speak so much wisdom. Thank you, brother. Thank you, Space Case. I appreciate you, my friend. Thank you, Chi Chi. Thank you, Dale. Thank you, Francisco, Leon, Steve, Richard, Jennifer. Thanks for being here, Jennifer. Another tribe member, Andrea. Thank you for being here. Thank you for the work you do. Andrea says, I appreciate you, Ben. Thanks for being here. Bruce, thank you for being here. Whatever I want to do, thank you for being here. Cray Cray, thanks for being here. Somalia, thanks for being here. Thank you guys up here on YouTube. If I can see anybody real quick, I don't know who's on YouTube. Lone Warrior, Tobias, uh, who else was here? Uh, Ryan, thank you guys. I really appreciate you on YouTube as well. Um, you can watch this live 11 a.m. and uh, Central Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. I'm live twice a day, Monday through Friday. So catch it live if you can, so you can interact. If you can't catch it live, the restream is immediately uploaded over to Fate or to excuse me, over to Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So pff, so many platforms, so many things to say. Everything, all my official socials are at cubcooker, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R dot com. Make sure that's the URL you go to. Um, no, but no other URL. There's people spamming things. There's bots everywhere. Um, I don't do psychic readings. I'm not going to email you and ask you for money. Nothing like that. If you want to join and support what we're doing, you can join the patron tribe right on my official website. Don't trust anyone else's link. No bit.ly links or anything like that. It's mine. It's all in the description. You can go directly to my socials there and to my official website. So anyway, I'm trying to protect you guys. I can't make these other people stop. I've reported them. We've reported them to the authorities. We've reported them to the platforms. They still keep popping up. They steal my profile picture. They make fake pages. Um, I am verified now on Instagram and Facebook. So you can see the blue check mark to make sure that's my account. Um, on TikTok, we have 200 and some odd 50,000 followers or something, 200 plus thousand followers. I can't remember. Um, so you can tell that's the legit account. Um, you can follow me on Instagram. We only have like 2,000 followers on Instagram, but Instagram is just a slow grow. So anyway, you can follow me over there if you use it. We got a lot of people on there though that watch live. So I appreciate you guys, but. And then Facebook, we're at 320 some odd thousand. So thank you guys. We're literally sitting at like the 600 plus thousand mark across all channels right now. YouTube's about to hit 10,000. So thank you guys. I can get verified on YouTube as soon as I hit 100,000. So you guys push, 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 push. Go hit me up on YouTube. Follow me over there. Like, comment, subscribe, all the stuff. Um, I really appreciate you guys. I love you so much. Thank you for being here. Really, really good episode this morning. Thank you good energy. Take it forward. I'll see you at three o'clock. I don't do this so I can look at myself. I do this so I can serve you, keep you, um, keep you aware of what's going on in the world. What's, what's going on energetically. These are literal updates. I have to do them twice a day because we have that much pouring through us here. Okay. I want to go hard 10 X you know, I'm going to show up more than any other creator for you guys. And I love you. I want you to know that. I hope you see that through what I'm doing. So thank you for the support. God bless you guys. 
I'll see you at 3 p.m. We're going to talk about some Zodiac stuff. Ashley, I'm going to reach out to you. Um, anyone else in my community that has Zodiac info right now, shoot me a message. Uh, I want to talk about that tonight uh, or this afternoon on the 3 o'clock in correlation to Enoch as we get into the next part of it. So anyway, love you guys. Y'all have a beautiful afternoon. God bless you. Thanks for the support.